I'm John Paul Murphy. I'm Christian Humes. And you're listening to Watch World. If you're listening to this, we have just concluded watching Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 6, the series finale. It's over. There's no more Game of Thrones until, I don't know, three years from now. I'll miss the speculation. Yeah. I mean, it's been a ride. Right. That's Is that, I think, part of the thing that's missing from the last few episodes is like, partially like i i do miss the speculation it's like the most fun thing to talk about is like what's going to happen with characters yeah that's that was always the drive of the i think the show throughout most of its seasons was what's going to happen next and now that as that was winding down you realize there wasn't really anything left to talk about or like there wasn't any options to talk about now we're at a point where it's people are just now complaining <laughs> about what happened or you know and they have every right to Ah, uh, yes. This Except is the episode. for Ghost. I feel like they really did Ghost right by showing. <laughs> it, it feels weird in context of episode four in that there was so much backlash to what happened with Ghost in that episode that it almost felt. And we know it, it's not the case that they went back and changed it. Yeah. But it makes it seem like they did. No, I mean, I'll say this. Look, there's a strong argument to make that. John does not deserve Ghost, but uh, it was nice to see Ghost live in a free life in the North with his boy Tormund, two heartbroken souls just looking for a place in this world, kind of like all the viewers of Game of Thrones finale tonight. It is kind of fitting that the last image of this episode was people wandering through the woods, like yeah. searching for a home. Yeah. And that's kind of now what everybody watching the show is like, searching for the next big thing. And HBO's like, how about his doc materials? <laughs> Or that new show, Euphoria, or Big Little Lies. On next season, we got Aaron Paul on oh, a yeah. show that we're going to reveal it's Westworld, but yeah. you wouldn't know it until the very end. <laughs> yeah, we got Westworld, kids. How many people, by the time we're already recording this, do you think have canceled their HBO subscription? I don't know. I think people are pretty lazy and they forget. So it'll be a few weeks. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um. So this is it. It's over. Yeah. So... Episode six is titled "The Iron Throne." Yep. Um, oh, the Iron Throne was melted. Who would have seen that coming? Yeah, no one gets it. What a shock! So, what's weird about this episode is that I thought I predicted before we were going to start watching that they were going to change up a lot of things, even structurally, or like maybe jump ahead a little bit or do some other things. That would have been nice. And it was weird because I felt like a lot happens, yet at the same time, not a lot happens in this episode. Um, and they spend a lot of time, a lot of what I call TV real estate on walking shots, on just things that are slow, focusing on visuals when you didn't really need to. Um, so overall, I felt like I was a little bit disappointed with this episode in the sense that I think they could have fit a lot more moments into this episode, but they decided to take their time with things that like sort of made you seem like they were hitting you over the head with it oh like Tyrion standing next to a bell yes particularly the first i think 30 minutes of this episode you could have trimmed this down to like 10 minutes <laughs> if you really wanted to um your thoughts overall i'm annoyed with Tyrion. i'm annoyed with john i'm annoyed with gray worm i'm annoyed w i mean there's i'm not happy with 90 percent of the characters uh Sansa and Arya and Brienne are like the only characters I'm happy with. And Davos. Sansa, Arya, Brienne, and Davos. 
are the only characters that I think every action they took this episode made sense to their character, and they have fitting endings. Everyone else, Grey Worm not killing Jon Snow makes no sense. Um, Tyrion not killing Danny is a bullshit move by getting Jon to do it. It's like he has his brother's hand. He couldn't just stab her in the back. Like, that was his opportunity. He has to get someone else to do his dirty work. Um, yeah. It Just everything. Grey Worm not killing Jon. Bran. Like, this, the whole thing with Bran and Jon is the thing that pissed me off the most. Because this idea that, I mean, Sansa has her own kingdom. Jon belongs there. He was once their king. He can return home. There's nothing keeping them there. There's no reason for there to be a Night's Watch. There's no reason for there to be a wall. Like, what happens with the people in the North now? Are they wildlings again? Are they no longer welcome in the Seven Kingdoms? What kingdom are they a part of? They're a part of the North? Like, and with all of the Unsullied leaving, why the fuck is Bran even give a shit? And if Bran's able to look at the Unsullied and be like, oh yeah, Tyrion betrayed your queen, but he's going to be my my hand because I'm the king and I said so. Why can't he just say the same thing for... Like, none of that makes sense. Yeah. The character motivations don't make sense, and the decisions don't make sense in any of those scenes. And then, worst of all, like, I think the scene with Bran and all the people at, like, the new, like, you know, the small council. Yeah, the new um, council, yeah. Like, it's still essentially one person making the rules, so it's still a king. And... The king that can, like, see the past, present, and future. Right, but the next king won't. Yeah, and how do they decide who the next king is? Right. Whoever has the best speech... Right, like it's unless they get the a ki- weirwood tree in the Red Keep, so Bran can live for a thousand years and become part tree, then they'll have a tree ruling the seven king, the six yeah. kingdoms. It's like it just it. It's a weird way for this. You know, it's weird. End. So in the scene where they're trying to figure out like what kind of system they're gonna have, like what 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 the world's gonna look like, uh-huh. and Sam stands up and pitches democracy, basically yep. direct democracy, and everybody laughs at him and says that. I don't understand why Yara in that moment isn't like, hey, wait, that sounds a little bit like the king's moot that we have. Right. He's where like, like people that try to make claims and then everyone kind of basically votes. Correct. In some weird way. And then they like drown ourselves. But so there is this idea in this world of like choosing your representatives. Now, they obviously have claims out of blood, you know, relation to the throne. But you can easily translate that to a general thing of like, you know, all the houses gather and different houses sort of make their case and then everyone votes, you know? Um, so that was weird that they they put a joke there for Sam when it's like, no, nah, I think, you know, he's legitimately making something that makes sense and that other people in that same area have, like, dealt with, so. Yeah. <sighs> we'll get to that when we get to it, but. Let's just go through the episode. I mean, we can breeze through the first part here, but... um. So, yeah, we have... The- I think the most disappointing thing for me, John, is that it kind of all, like, was predictable. Yeah. There actually wasn't anything that, like, subverted the series in a way that people should have... Like, like George is all about crushing the hearts of his audience. Yeah. But in this way, it wasn't because, like, he did, he did things to characters that make sense. This is just... Well, okay, so the big part it's is... It's just is that, unsatisfying for almost every character. Yeah, and that they didn't give you the, like, Lord of the Rings ending, where it was, like, everything's kind of feel good and, like, everything kind of works out to such a sort of extreme degree. But but at the same time, they also give you something sort of like that. It's like an alt version of that. Yeah. That, like, 
then is like you piss off the people that wanted the happy ending the people that also wanted not like the or like a, like a weird you know disappoint you ending you know i guess what it comes down to is that brand sucks but let's see where does the show start john so the show starts with the show starts in winterfell king robert baratheon is coming <laughs> oh you watched the pilot okay. yeah. no but so yeah so this whole episode is um crazy but anyway so the, the opening basically the aftermath of the battle of king's landing you have a lot of time spent on Tyrion, john and sir davos walking through the ruins seeing the aftermath which is something we saw anyways on the last part of um last episode so it was kind of just again unnecessary um and they all make their way to essentially the courtyard outside of the red keep where danny is basically having her like you know rally <laughs> with her remaining troops um you know I, this is where the episode should have just started right on her speech like she open anything but again you know i think benioff and weiss they're not directors but they are trying to be directors and so it's like they're trying these sort of shots that are just kind of generic and just i don't know and they like you you hated that one shot where she lands and it's the dragon wings are behind her and it's like she emerges like a dragon and it's you're just like okay it's a little on the nose it could have been a cool shot it's such a cool shot like that scene and i said like i said this while we were watching and i still feel this way 100 percent. that scene is such a cool idea yeah like a lot of things that happen in this season and it was done so poorly yeah. it's like they wrote it down on paper like yeah that's fucking sweet and then they made it and it's like no this sucks <laughs> It, yeah. it was like it looked fake and it's maybe like the first time all season i thought the dragon stuff looked fake it's like the first special effect i can remember this season being like oh that didn't really work yeah yeah i mean it did I you mean, feel like a lot of the acting was off like it felt like a lot of the characters were did not feel like committed to some of their scenes yeah it's all, it felt everyone felt a little bit maybe unclear in their direction about how they wanted to do things and so they were just kind of like doing it a very generic way yeah and so um but going back to like visually maybe things felt off a little bit this whole opening felt a little bit weird too because it's like everything's kind of perfectly in this courtyard i made the comparison watching it reminds me of total war when you do like rush the like the town center and all like the people are like cheering and it's like yay we defeated the yeah, enemy it's the rts at this everything point. was like felt so like kind of cl- like they were in ruins but everything felt like clean mm. <laughs> in ruins mm. like uh, yeah, and so it just kind of felt a very sort of. It felt like you're watching a TV show, not yes. that you're watching like you're in this world. Yes, um, in that way. And so I agree with that, and I agree. Yes, a lot of this acting. I think you know. Again, props to Amelia Clark, like having to essentially like give this rousing speech in Dothraki or whatever the the old tongue language is. You know, I think that's incredibly hard to do, and I think she pulls it off pretty well. You know in this scene so i, I give prop i give props to her in this actually season she's the only one i think that's been actually kind of hitting it <laughs> yeah but even i felt like her final throne scene fell off too and that but that's not her fault i think yeah it's like they just you can't make that good i don't think so i think it's like and, and we can well i guess we can just talk about just this journey of this character and how they're treating her now and how they treated this death it's just it's weird Man, I was here to justify every choice they made with her turn in destroying King's Landing. Yeah. But then, like, the way she talks to John with suddenly zero empathy. Like, she should have come down 
from her like manic state at this point. Yeah. And now it's a full on personality change. It's not like a temporary like John just wanted to see like something like, hey, I get like if you fucking snapped after everything that happened. But instead, she's like, no, this had to be done. I was right. Yeah, no, I think isn't it the, great? She's like smiling. Yeah, <laughs> like this is wonderful. No, yeah, it's like so. She throws Tyrion in the dungeon. They're gonna execute him, you know. Uh, and then him and before we get to the like, before, I guess before we talked about that scene between John and Danny, let's talk briefly about this scene between John and Tyrion because essentially this is where Tyrion asks him like, "You have to kill her and save everybody," um, which I'm fine with the direction of like. Ultimately, she is the she is something that needs to be stopped, you know, um, because it's like if they don't, it's just it's going to be worse for everybody <laughs> to do so. Um, but they didn't set up any other stakes like it wasn't necessarily like in her speech. She does describe like, oh, we're going to liberate everybody in the world. We're going to go north and we're going to go south and we're going to go east and we're going to go west and we're going to do every what we did in Slaver's Bay, what we did in King's Landing. We're going to do everything um i think there could have been maybe set up a little bit more that she was going to specifically kill sansa yep and you put more of the onus on john that he has to do this not just for saving a general vague sense of the kingdom but also to save his family and save everything that he has represented in the past um that's one way i think they they could have set it up when we get and so then when he finally does get to the scene, like he's also said, it's like the way her performance is. She's so psychotic right now that, and they could have I think made it that Danny actually like could be talking sense, and it's more of a moral dilemma for John to actually do this, right? You know, like I I think there could have been an opportunity to really make this, and that's yeah, and so I think. There's something really problematic with the way they do this and the way they kill her. Also, I just felt like the death, it was so quiet and quick. So, yeah. like, I guess, like, he got her heart. He must have, right? Yeah. It's the only thing that makes sense. <coughs> while, Azura while, like, high. making out <coughs> with her. Azura high. Um, Azura high stabs uh, Nisa Nisa through the heart to keep the darkness from taking over the world. Uh, exactly as the prophecy foretold. Um... You get, you get, we get it. You still won, okay? Doesn't matter. If, oh yeah, that's right. I doesn't did matter win. if the the prophecy is real. Not you won the damn game. Well, even if I didn't, even if the well, if the prophecy is not real, I, I I'm tied for first right now, or get first. Either way. All right. Congratulations, you get nothing. Yes. <laughs> um. There was no, there was no prizes set up. John, yeah. it doesn't feel good to win right now. <laughs> uh, Drogon. I think the scene where Drogon melts the Iron Throne, pretty yeah. fucking sweet. Um, no, but what, are, what are your thoughts about just in general, like John killing Danny and like the context of that, what that means, not just for the show, but also like for a show in like 2019 and like the journey that they built up and how many people were rooting for like that character, name their children after that character, their dogs after that character and just like where this now Yeah, I know up. someone whose dog is named Khaleesi. Yeah. And uh, so... It, you know, where you just have this, like, kind of generic white man that just kind of makes all bad decisions, but somehow just keeps... But he doesn't. He makes bad decisions for himself, but he always generally does make the right choice. He makes a choice based on his moral code. Yeah. Not necessarily it's the... Like, a lot of his decisions, it's like, 
it's the right choice morally, but not the smart choice. Right. Like he's real Ned Stark. Yes. <laughs> and But see, this is the difference is Ned Stark wouldn't betray his king. No. Right? So John was willing to do so. Right. But there should have been John became a the king slayer. John became the queen slayer. Yeah. And I don't know, I just think there's there's just something weird about this that and that the and that the repercussions for it are none. <laughs> that he then gets to just go live his life in the north. In the north. With the free folk, his boy Tormund and his dog. Yeah. And they get to have a badass time. Well, like everything that was supposed to be set up was just kinda like, oh, you know, this is wrong. And like I, I mentioned this and you have not seen it, but the ending to the Hunger Games essentially is like they're overthrowing this tyrant in the capital, President Snow, and like as it when they do that, they realize like the person that was running the whole rebellion is turns out to be even like Who's this, that. Um, it's played by uh, what's her face, um, Natalie Dormer. No, um, no, it's the older woman. Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I think her last name's Coin. Like uh, whatever, Alma yeah. Coin. I think so. Like she ends up being like she's going to be worse sure. than President Snow, and so then in this moment of trying to execute President Snow, uh, you know Jennifer Lawrence's character executes actually the her instead and um and kind of makes that choice to do so and so it's sort of like very similar ending <laughs> yeah i mean this is the thing danny forgot that at some point she was liberating people from tyrants and like got to the point where she's like well anyone that's not under my rule is a threat is, yeah she's like if you're not under my rule then you're not really free it's like well wait hold on a second <laughs> yeah it's yeah, it's like either bow down to me or and live free under my under my system or Yeah. You think I think Bran told Tyrion all this stuff was going to happen. When did he tell him that? When Bran and Tyrion have a conversation. Oh, yeah. Because from that point on, Tyrion seems pretty weird. That's a good theory. You know, he's like he's like ring the bells, he's like just trying to do what he can to maybe change the future even though he knows he can't. Yeah. Does he does he is that why he wants to free Jamie and like thinks uh-huh. that he can change the future? Because he knows like Cersei's gonna die. So they let's say Cersei if he is was gonna lose, hmm. she's gonna die, you know. I wonder if like he didn't do that if Jamie would have gotten out anyways, or yeah, something would happen, yeah. or he would have died. You yeah, know? but I don't believe this nonsense. Like it seems clear to me the Three Eyed Raven is bad. Well, he ends up on the Iron Throne or whatever's left. I of mean, it. Bran is. Sansa's like, you're the the ruler of Winterfell. You're heir to Winterfell. And he's like, I can't be the heir to Winterfell and the Three-Eyed Raven. He's actually like, because I'm going to be the fucking king. Yeah, he's he basically like fails up <laughs> by default. Like He doesn't really have to do anything, and he just makes it to the top. It's like the Night King was going after a Three-Eyed Raven. He's like, this fucker's going to ruin the whole... He's going to be in charge of everything. Yeah. Like, had Arya waited a little bit, everyone would have been better off. I think if yeah. Arya waited, Sansa would have gotten the throne. Think about it. Bran's dead, right? Bran's dead. Who then gets the Iron Throne? Yeah, no, I mean, it's true. Probably Sansa. Probably going to go to Sansa. Yeah. Probably going to go to that hot Robin. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hot yeah. Robin and Sansa getting together. Mm. Titties. Um. <laughs> uh. So do you think Danny broke the wheel? Because it doesn't make any sense. Like, someone's going to pick the next king well, and people are just going to use like because there's not an actual like she didn't break the wheel she just took out a couple of spokes in the wheel yeah like 
the system didn't really change that much. The fact that there's still a small council and one person making decisions is one person making decisions. It's now the only difference is now is it's not going to be theoretically ruled by a certain bloodline. It's like they're going to start a new system in which until the next person rules. And then what happens when that person's like, actually, my child is going to take over, by the way. And I think that's that is the sort of question and a, a question that has always been an issue throughout human history with all these certain things of like new systems are created. People want them to be more democratic or more this sort of not certain way, but ends it's up- a decentralized power. Yeah. <laughs> But there's a problem with that, you know, I think. And if we can look to American history, we want to see that. John, they have basically a worse electoral college. There's only six people voting. <laughs> no, but remember, so like after the Americans won the Revolutionary War, you had the Articles of Confederation, which is a very decentralized aspect of power. It's all put in the states. But then what you had is essentially was civil war breaking out amongst all the different like different states. And so they realized the system couldn't work because you still needed a centralized government. Well, no, I just mean like I'm talking about when it comes to the vote. Yeah. It's like right now, as Sam said, like the people don't really have a choice. Like there's six people basically now. Like after after this little council, the people that are going to get to make the choice are are going to be the six houses. That's it. That that will continue their houses based on their blood. Right. You mentioned it's an oligarchy, which is basically what it is. Right. It's just Um, like barely better than a dictatorship. Yeah. It's it's barely better. And then once one of those houses ends up getting the one that gets control, like because their family member gets into the fucking crown. It's also... Essentially, the Game of Thrones hasn't ended. Also, since when can Bran not have kids? You know? I I think just because you are crippled from the waist down like you can't move your legs does not mean balls that still work doesn't mean your balls don't work and doesn't mean that you can't get that thing up yeah you i know? mean maybe his balls got crushed i'm sure if kyburn was allowed to live he would have come up with a solution for this kyburn a boy he could have used this <laughs> yeah he would have had three balls the three balled raven the three, um, <laughs> three ball raven i'm sure we could they could probably find one of the scrolls what do you like, think his third eye is john i don't know but i'm I'm pretty sure that uh, if they go into Kyburn's lab, it didn't burn down. He probably has the same. They could use the same thing that he used to uh, get the mountain re, you know, animated to work on his dick to get that thing working. Boom! Hell but yeah! He's so emotionally detached. Then he'll be instead get, of Brand the Broken, he'll be Brand the Boner. Brand the Boned. And <laughs> Brand the Banger. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, keep going. Well, well, yeah, we're like at this count because essentially we have a time jump in between Danny's murder or Danny's death. And um, well, first of all, where do you think Drogon goes? He's going back to Essos. Yeah. He's got to go to Valyria. He's, go got to like, Marine. he's got like a wife and kids. I like to think he'll go back to Marine. He'll hang out with uh, Dario. Yeah. Dario Naharis. Well, I think he's going to uh, Valyria. Yeah. Because remember, I think when Tyrion and Jorah were like, yeah, right, and they saw him basically, a dragon yeah. flying by. I want to go back to Valyria, have a little brood, restart the dragon empire, and then he takes over Westeros. He'll do it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, that's when you have a time jump, and you have Tyrion's got a big beard. This is where you get the council. They're all meeting. Um, at this point, it's really yeah. You you questioned why didn't Grey Worm just kill Jon Snow? immediately after finding out this happened also <laughs> Jon snow had to immediately confess to it 
because there was no body and just a melting of the iron, th- a melted iron throne. There's no proof that John killed her based on physical evidence on the ground. <laughs> and so, like, I mean, I guess we don't know. Maybe Drogon brought the body down and they had a funeral and they couldn't burn her body because cool she's Targaryen. But I guess we didn't need to see that, you know. <laughs> I guess we just had to jump cut so they, that we can they get... They just have to wait for her to decompose because they can't burn her. Yeah, <laughs> they tried. Um, so Remember when people were looking at like this, the symbols that the Night King made and they're like, what is this? It's going to be important. <laughs> nah, that ended in episode three, you know. Once, uh, better times yeah, good times uh, just wait for the books but um yeah so you like you said we have the council you have hot robin you have the prince dorn you got yara there you got everyone's there you got edmer tolly there he may he's got a nice funny moment where he tries to claim make claim to be leader and they're like nah sit down <laughs> sit the fuck down sam you know pitches democracy they end up deciding on basically a oligarchy system you then cut to john's going to be released but he has to join the night's watch he's looking hella like jesus christ here yeah and they're making him such a christ-like you know john snow's always been like i don't know why i was brought back to life here's why yeah you know for a show that's all about prophecies not being real they sure uh fucking nailed this one and all the like oh we're not just like our house like phrases but he was you know his whole life was mr winter's coming and then it was fucking fire and blood like he fucking killed daenerys targaryen like he just did everything he was like i'm not a threat to danny i'm not a threat to danny everyone's like you'll be a threat to danny he's like i won't i would never kill her fuck what am i doing uh, yeah it's like he did it the most just but then again i guess the only way he could have done that is by making it seem as that he wasn't going to do it that was the only way that she was going to basically get close enough. No, but I don't even think he was going to do it in that scene until she was unrelenting. Yeah. I think when he, when she was like laughing about killing everyone, being like, we choose. <laughs> he was like, oh. he's like, you're really going to make me fucking do this, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy about Davos. Yeah. I mean, after this is where the show gets kind of dumb. <laughs> Man. Turns on the dumb jets. The whole council scene, like when, first of all, okay, so Tyrion's like, choose one. You're the smartest people in Westeros. And Alexander Hamilton comes out. They do a whole song and dance, and then they end up with Bran. No, yeah, so so the logic behind this is Tyrion, who's a prisoner of Grey Worm at, in this moment, he essentially doesn't have any this power. Just, it just shows, like, how little Grey Worm has grown. No, and also how little the, the people writing this, like, want to use it. And, like... It's just fan service in the sense that, like, oh, Tyrion's the most important piece of this show in terms of, like, he's also the best actor. So it's like, let's just have him have the centerpiece because it's like he's a prisoner. They let him essentially pitch to these other council, other, you know, everyone else, all the other houses about who they should elect. He gives this rousing speech about how Bran the Broken should be the leader. Who okay, then, the worst name. Who then, he, and one of many, and then... He not only does that, but then he, uh, Bran then turns around and gives Tyrion the title Hand of the King, which then Grey Worm should be like, hey, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you're still my prisoner. Like, <laughs> you can't do this. And then Bran's like, no, I'm the king now. And it's like, wait, <laughs> this makes no sense. So, um, and then, and then again, it was also makes no sense. Hawkeye's like, hey, what? And it's like, John's, you're going to go be, 
you know, you have to go force to be the nice watch because I guess we're trying to rhyme with season one. And 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 no one else is like, wait, oh, it's like the Night's Watch doesn't isn't needed anymore. It's like there's no more Night King. There's no more need for a wall. So why do you have a Night's Watch? But who who knows? I guess they just needed to. He goes, there'll always be a a need for bastards, and it's like, wait, you're still gonna do bastards? You're still gonna yeah. do this thing? Yeah. And like, like you guys aren't gonna fix this system? No, they don't fix anything. I look. I agree. I, I've said this from the. I've been saying this for seasons now. Specifically, I've said Danny cannot live in the world she wants to build because she is a conqueror. Like that's just who she is. She can't be like she could free people that need to be freed, but I don't think she can rule. Like they showed it in Marine. She's not. A rule. She doesn't know how to rule. She knows no. how to like inspire people, get them to fight for her and fight for themselves. But she doesn't know how to lead people forward in like slow times. That's when yeah. she fails every time. There's never been a reason to believe that she would be a good ruler. So there was no question in my mind that she would be a ruler. But she had a lot of the right ideas. And so the fact that they're just dropping a lot of them. Yeah. Like she was totally right. Like guess what? Baratheon, you're you're not a fucking like river. You're a Baratheon again. Yeah. Like she was right about that. Well, no, I think also it's like maybe the point of this of the moral of this episode in the show is that like change really only can happen incrementally. You yeah. know, it's really difficult to completely change a system unless without you, unless you just wipe out without all you, unless people. you just murder everybody. Which look, I'm I'm back on Danny's side now. I'm coming around. That's what I'm saying. I'm coming like, around, John. They could have made. Like that whole speech between her and John, way more like you actually you completely understand like where she's coming from. If they took kind of like that sort of psycho psychotic kind of tone to the way she was describing things, you can you could have then made this a much more tragic ending. That like oh it actually may have could have worked out if if it made sense, but um you know it's like that I think that's I think that's ultimately the point they were going here is that like. As much as maybe people wanted to, ultimately, it's very difficult to change the system. You can change it slightly, and that's what they ultimately did. They changed it slightly so that it's no longer just Targaryen rule or Baratheon rule. It's Right now, it's the Stark or, you know, it's Bran ruling. And then once he passes, they're going to figure out, I guess, what happens after that. And, um, you know, who, who comes next? And so... You know, they're going to have a Continental Congress or like a constitutional <laughs> convention and they're going to figure this shit out, which frankly, we as a nation have been, should have been doing like a lot. Of, we've been, do, we've yeah, been more than years. once. Yeah. <laughs> we have not done it in 200 some years. You know, the founders basically said, hey, we had a constitutional convention. Like you guys need to keep doing this every so I mean, often. It's a risk with what half of our country. I mean, now it is. But the and, but the reason we are here. In, We're gonna bring back slaves. Like yeah. that, you can't do that anymore. No, but I'm saying like you could, you could have that serious talk about like, oh, maybe we should change things aspect, or maybe we should clarify what the Second Amendment is. Yeah, you know, maybe we should just update some of the language in our Constitution. But anyways, we uh, this is not an American politics podcast. <laughs> this is a right now a Game of Thrones talk. Okay, that'll be on Watch the World launching next week. <laughs> World of Watch. <laughs> World of Watch. Um, you know, I'm happy with Sansa. I like that she never let up. Yeah. The you North know. is free. She's a fucking queen. Go Sansa. Yeah. She gets... I thought they were like almost kind of hinting with when she... When they're voting and she kind of turns to 
you know, Bran and then basically decides like, hey, we're going to remain an independent kingdom up here. We're going to be our own thing. So that's kind of always what we wanted. Fuck, dude. But then now I'm just realizing why the fuck is Brienne on the king's council at the as the king's guard? Would she not be Sansa's queen's guard? Why would she go down there with Bran and all these southern assholes and not be with Sansa as she was Maybe Sansa to? asked her. Again, we if we had room in this episode with not all that walking yeah, shit, that's a good point. we could have a scene with that. Like, I think But Bran would be like, Sansa, I can see everything everyone is saying. It's fine. But I I think maybe maybe what Tyrion drops that sandwich, it's poisoned. Here's my theory is that I think Brienne really, you know, she want wanted to be a knight and I think she wants to be the one to preserve that aspect of the realm and be the one like we see in this episode she's the one that basically is writing the history books now on the knights. Yeah, but I mean Sansa <laughs> is all by herself now. She's got the glovers up there. <laughs> Didn't they betray them? I know, just it's a joke. It's like, called who the, does she even it's have? It's called a joke. Who does she have? Um, she's got, she like kind of, but no, well, she has she, the Knights of the Vale, I guess, but they're their own thing, right? I don't think so. Well, she's going to marry Robin because they're part of the North. Are they? I thought they were like on their own thing. Uh, I mean, they, the Vale, I think the Vale is its own no, thing. No, because remember that guy was like King of the North, King of the North, but he wasn't there. And that wasn't, that wasn't the guy you're thinking of. Okay. So the guy, the, the, the guy that looks like Henry Winkler in armor. That's like with Robin all the time and is like representing the Knights of the Vale that, you know, he he was not in the in the in the hall when they were saying King of the North and stuff. That was another fat guy in, in armor with a beard that said it. Um, so they're but they're their own thing. Part of this, I guess, new system, not independent of the North. So, um, yeah, that's possible. I feel I think I think vale... she's going to have her own. She's just going to have her own thing. You know, she's going to have, it's going to be great. Okay. It's going to be fabulous. I think they have Deepwood Mont. They got Moat Kalen. Yeah. I mean, they have all that stuff. So, and so most, of, most of those is, houses this are is what dead. what the North is. You ready? The North is the Neck, Cape Kraken, the Barrowlands, the Stony Shore, Sea at Dragon Point, the Wolf's Wood, the Gray Cliffs. You got, you got a lot of areas in here, man. Uh, yeah, but, but I don't. I don't think we have, you're right. I don't think we have the Vale. Yeah, because that's just, south of the. It, it was the, weird. It seemed like. They were a part of the North, but I guess not. That's no, the only reason why they were like really close was that you had marriage between different, like, so like the yeah. Catelyn and her sister were married from the Tullys to yeah. the Aarons and the Starks. And so you basically had a very close connection. She should have been like, yo, Robin, come join my kingdom. And I, they'll be like, nah, forget six kingdoms, Bran. You only got five now. Yeah. And she'd be like, Yara, you want in? I know you hate my brother, but He's come like, on. like, I've already seen this. All right, now you're down to four. It's four against three. Suck it, Bran. Yeah, you know, I think it's... Fucking Yara showing up and being like... I liked her literally up until that moment. Yeah. I mean, it makes <laughs> it makes no sense, you know, given that she should have brought up the king's moot as a way to to decide this, this stuff, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, and, and so Sansa gets her stuff. Uh, Arya... Is going to become Indiana Jones of the West. I could totally see a spinoff series. Maybe not with Maisie Williams, but with a similar type of actress. And they go do like the adventures of Arya Stark. And, you know, 
she's goes to another land. Who knows? I'll give it up to Davos. At the moment that Grey Worm's there, everyone's about to fucking start another war. And I'll give it up to Sansa. She's like, Grey Worm, your girl and your dragon are gone. There's a lot of people outside these walls. I know there's a lot of Unsullied, and there's a lot of Dothraki, but, like, that's it for you guys. Well, they're essentially... It, it was a no-win situation for Grey Worm, because essentially... They're holding on to nothing but rubble. Right. There's no, there's no people to defend. Right. No resources. No queen. No queen. No dragon. No dragon. They don't have anything to fight for. And so they don't know the land. They don't know the area. All all the Great Worm had was like, I have these two hostages. Right. To hold on. That's why he's like, basically, okay, I'm, I'm, I guess I'll just give this up as uh-huh. long as we get safe passages out of here. Uh-huh. Aren't this Unsullied eventually all just going to die off? Yeah. Yeah. They can't have kids. Yeah. So they're just. They're like Brian. They're just going to go start like fire island somewhere and they're just gonna like have a great time you know why fire island i don't know just a party party central you know just party <laughs> no party. they're gonna he's gonna go bury Masande's uh headless body <laughs> well no he picked up the head no i'm pretty sure he's gonna take the unsullied they're gonna go back they're gonna keep liberating essos in the name of their queen i think they should go attack the iron bank because that's been you know yeah he's just gonna go back and just fucking wild out and take over all of Essos with Dario Naharis. Yeah, they they should change over there. That'd be fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, He's going to make sure Slaver's Bay is never Slaver's Bay again. And that's cool by me. Yeah. Because up until the last two episodes, Grey Worm was a cool dude. Yeah. And now he's being an idiot. I mean, he's just being a guy that has no nobody to boss him around. So just mm. doing it. You know, his entire life he was told what to do. He needs a woman in his life. Maybe, yeah. It's like who knows? Maybe he'll find. Some, maybe he'll find a nice girl. Where do you think Arya's gonna? I mean, I like Arya leaving, but also it's weird. She's like, no, I'll never see any of you again. Yes, I, I was just talking about this before, but you, no, you, I know. You but I'm just bringing it back up. Think, I'm thinking about it again. <laughs> no, I'm just bringing it back up because it's like the only other character I care about. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm hanging on to. Something here, John. I know. I know. Do you think they fixed the wall? No, I think no one realized where the hole was. So they don't realize it's all the way over on the East Watch area. Brand knows. He knows, but I'm saying like most of the people don't. Mm-hmm. So to them, it's like, okay, I guess like it's going to take too much effort to actually try to bring down, like destroy the wall. So we'll just leave that hole where it is and just kind of funk, go if along. I were John and Tormund, I'd be like, so where the fuck were they hanging out? Let's go check out, like, Night King's, like, house cave and shit. Yeah, go find, like, that weird, when we saw that baby got taken. Yeah. Like, let's on, go like, find that. like, pedestal or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something, like, really far. No, let's go find out where yeah. that is. Because it seems also that it, it was implied by the visual direction that when they first step out from the wall and they're going into the woods, you see that one, like, green sprout like showing up implying that winter is going to recede yeah it's not going to be the land of ever winter anymore no it's going to be the land of ever summer yeah in fact it's gonna get too hot yeah it's gonna global warming yeah that's the real global oh my god i get it now oh my god john what's the what's what did you just get therese you're in the background buddy (laughs) buddy Listen, Okay. everyone's always talked about how this show is about global warming, but no one stopped to realize the fact that the Night King is the polar ice caps and we killed him. And that's going to be the thing that kills all of us. Once you kill the Night King, fucking King's Landing, everything starts melting and getting burned because the world gets too hot. 
everyone's going to die. The Night King was the hero. The Three-Eyed Raven is Exxon. So it's kind of like if you compare to Wizard of Oz, the Wicked Witch of the West was the Night King, was set up to be the villain, but really Glenda was the villain, which is the Three-Eyed Raven. Yes. And told people to do this, to get rid of his only enemy. Uh Uh-huh. And now he can, she can really rule. Exactly. <laughs> Oz. But it's true. I think people don't like the cold. People would rather get rid of the cold. People love L.A. weather. People love, you know, the you know, temperate Everybody climates. wants a beach body. Everyone wants, Everyone beach wants Everyone a beach body. Everyone loves tan. sun. You want to go in the sand. So in our, in our pursuit of... West Rose Coast. Yeah. So in pursuit of making everything warmer, we are going to... Dis- the land of Westeros is going to destroy itself. Because now everything's going to be hot. Hot, hot, hot. All right, John, you're on the small council. Who do you pick in that scenario to be the new king of Westeros? It doesn't um, have to be someone from the small council. But let's say you, you couldn't pick Bran, so you had to pick anyone else. Who do you pick? Well, okay, so wait, are we talking about which council? Bran's small Therese council? picks ghost. Okay, so she picks ghost. She's a ghost. No, like you're on the the the, the big... you're on the grand ca- fine. You're on the grand council. Yeah, the you're grand... at, you're on the constitutional convention. Yeah, at the constitutional convention. <laughs> the president. To pick the the president's been assassinated. Everyone. Everyone no, in the line of succession has been assassinated. It's the electoral college. Yeah, it's the electoral college. So they're they They're gonna just pick a new leader. So picking a new leader based on the representatives involved. <sighs> and this isn't who they would pick. Who would you pick at this point? I know who I would pick. So here's why I think that. Let's just for for before we get to other options, the reason why Bran makes sense is that he's not a person. <laughs> he is a empty suit. No, but I don't believe that anymore. I know. Like, I, know, I believe that to up what until this seen. fucking scene, up until this episode when he was like, "Why do you think I'm here?" Like, oh wait a second, you wanted to be you motherfucker. No, it's not. I don't know if he was like. We don't know. We don't know how what's going in that man's head. What kind of answer is that? Because he just knows. He literally just said, like, he's I'm Dr. here Manhattan. because I will he be just king. Knows. He just knows what's going to happen. Ugh. He has but, a big nose. But, yeah. All right, well, now I'm just attacking the actor. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're just being, <laughs> now you're just being bad. Um, okay, but he makes sense in the sense that everybody else has... Isn't it weird that he's basically like Professor X now because he's in the wheelchair and yeah. knows everything? I, yes, he is Professor X with, mixed with Dr. Manhattan. He's always got Cerebro on. That's all. Yeah, he's always connected to Cerebro. Cerebro, sorry. Um, but he... Yeah, you apologize to all those big X-Men fans out there. <laughs> I mean, Dark Phoenix. See it in two weeks. <laughs> Sansa's about to get her revenge. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he, yeah, it's... He makes the most sense because it's like everybody else has like some type of maybe selfish or can come off as selfish. It's like he seems like the most... Like, I'm no longer would really anything... Would you put Siri in charge of the world? I wouldn't put Siri... Because that's... But it's not. It's not the same as like Skynet. Like yeah, he's, he's not, just the internet, John. No, but he's a nice placeholder. Like Tyrion pitched in his pitch to everybody. Yeah, he is a representation of like memory and like all of man's in Westeros. At least like the collective past and present and possibly future. It's like so. I think he's a fine placeholder until he passes away. But that's the thing, right? Wouldn't they just make the next Three Eyed Raven? Maybe. Maybe it's like. We'll let magic decide. It'll be like a pope thing. Also, isn't Bran going to live for like a thousand years and become a tree? Like the last Will Red Raven? Does he need to be connected? Raven was a thousand years old. But doesn't he need to be like permanently connected Just to like get the... one of them weirwoods. Just move it south? Yeah. Or move it wherever? Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying like it makes sense for the time. 
Now, if I had to pick a, a if it was a ranked choice voting system, okay, you know, where it's like brand one and right, then whoever Australia. No, this is like Vermont and other places that okay, do this. All right. And Maine. Um, so ranked choice. The first would, past the polls or? <laughs> yeah. I guess if I were going to do a number two, uh-huh. I would say. Not Bran is what we're saying. Yeah. So if it wasn't. I would have picked Bran. If it isn't Bran. Yeah. Then I would probably go with the one that's like same qualifications, but basically doesn't come from any of these houses, but is is a cool enough person. He can just kind of be a nice placeholder he's like a george washington maybe of it would be sir davos sir davos is a good choice what about sam he's too gotta write my book oh the book <laughs> did we already talk about the book no Fuck the book no because now we got to get to the council part the, the, uh, the mini council sucked. uh i put ghost and you put ghost yeah yeah but he doesn't like the south honestly you know what i would give it to gray worm just because then Grey would be like, I'm killing everyone. And I'd be like, sweet, everyone dies. Game over. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's not, a, not a legit answer, but. Yeah, why would you? With audience. Totally, that is totally inappropriate. That doesn't make any sense. Welcome to Game of Thrones, Therese. <laughs> Christian's mad. He's mad. He's just going all fire and ice right now. Um, <laughs> it's all fire. No ice. <laughs> Wait, okay, so, okay. Okay. I so, like Ghost. Okay, ghost is is a dog. He can't Honestly, I just choose. wish the Night King had one. Okay, it's a, he's a canine. Anyways, he can't make decisions. Canine is the um, canine <laughs> is the name of R two D two on the big dog t uh, t shirt. Oh yeah, for the big dog brand when they have all the Star Wars characters, but as dogs, it's canine instead of R two D two. Did we talk about? Did you have big, you had big dog growing up, right? Did you? Wear, oh hell yeah, I, yeah. I had I had that shirt. I was never a big dog. That's the only one I had, but it was fucking sweet. Chewbarca. Chewbarca and K9. It was awesome. You should somehow find those shirts again. I should find that shirt. It's a great shirt. Yeah. Um, Okay. So now let's get to the small council meeting. I think this was the worst scene. It was also like no one. It was very fan service-y. But none of the actors seemed like they thought it was a good idea because it seemed like all of them were like, I guess we're like contractually obligated to read these lines yeah everyone seemed like they hated being in that scene yeah no one seemed like they were do like Tyrion was just like i'm gonna just read these lines because like yeah i also thought they were about to pull some round table shit (laughs) brian i think we should make this table round and not rectangular (laughs) um yeah uh if you were to pick i feel like the one change i would make there's no need for Braun to be There's there. There's no need for Braun to be there. You know who should have been the master of coin? A representative of the Iron Bank. Sure. They should have like, there's a permanent position here. You're based at the Federal Reserve. What you was Davos? The master of ships. That should be Yara. Yes. And Davos should be master of coin. Because yes. it's all about payment yep. and like being like, oh, I fall an eye. Oh, equal payment. Yeah. Also, like, like it would have a little more like. That's his ge- thing. Also, it would have had more gender balance on this council, which is like, it's basically like all men and Brienne, who's not yeah. even part it, of the council. Yara should have been ships. Or yeah. uh, Salador San. They should have had that old pirate comebacks. Mm. Sa- Salad- He's like, I'm Salador San. I want to have sex with the queen. Uh, yes. Um, or it should have been, yeah, it's like, you know, then you had Grey Worm there, should have been Master of War, but obviously he was like, I'm going to go off and do our thing. Do you think anyone found out about Euron during this episode? They're like, 
hey, there's like a bro down by the caves. <laughs> some some guy that kind of looks like Joshua Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Mixed with like Chucky doll. Yeah. I don't know. It's like. Just like if we put Joshua Jackson like in solitary for a month. And like filled his cheeks with acorns. Just made him watch Mark Wahlberg movies. Yeah. Yeah. They found I bet Yara found that body down there. Yeah. Um he wrote in his blood on the rock, I killed Jamie Lannister. So yeah, I know you you joked about this, but then it became true where Sam pitches to Tyrion his book, A Song of Ice and Fire. I mean, it it's I don't have a problem with Sam like crafting that, but don't be it like, "Hey, I already like done this." Here's the book. What do you think? More just like maybe just a throwaway line of him being like, I'm thinking of writing down the history of, you know, what happened. And I think I'll call it this. What do you think? Sam didn't even write it, though. It seems like he was dictated from Bran. Yeah. Which is weird. Because he's a dictator. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. He's, it's, you know. I do like Sam in the Maester's robes. I'm a fan of that. He looked natural in them. Yeah. He looked a little, he looked good. I, I like what how it they would have been like, like when he went back to Old Town. He saw like the Grand Maester of Old Town, who's yeah. like the head of all the Maesters, and he's like, yeah. "Jim Broadbent, the king sent me, bitch." Yeah, Jim Broadbent. Also, was like, uh, like I'm la- glad they updated it to like white tur robes. I'm not saying white robes. There's problematic yeah, he's with Gandalf that. now. Yeah, I know, but like, you it, don't want to get too KKK Sam, Sam with came it. In, Sam came into the small council in Shadowfax. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm Sam the White, not, but not in that way. Okay, let's not. <laughs> Don't get take it that way, okay? <laughs> talking, about, talking about the linen. Um, uh, like the writers of the show are like, so we're gonna send all the people of color back to the, their <laughs> to home. the yeah. We're gonna we're Where just gonna send them all, uh, and we'll have the like vaguely brown people from Dorne here. Just, but they're not really a part of like any decision making, right? They're just it, off to the side, and the really key important characters are all the. So here's the question: Northern white people. I think for a long time I was thinking they'll actually never remake this show. Yeah. I actually think that's false. I think, assuming the books are really good and they're finished, they will make this show again in like two decades. In like 20 years. Yeah. In about 20 years, they'll make this show again. I could see that. Because think about think about how much the CG will be so cheap by then. Yeah. Like in comparison to today. Just like rendering stuff will be so much faster and easier. Yeah. You know, you couldn't imagine, like, visuals on the show now would have been incredible in a movie, you know, 15 years ago. Like, there are visuals on the show that look better than the first Iron Man. Yeah, but there's, like, not that many, I mean... Like, Either way, but you hear what I'm saying. It's yes. like, we're talking about only a decade of progress in CG. Yeah. So, it's like, the biggest problem with remaking a series like this budgetary problems. So, what they do is, in, like, 15 years, you just get all the original actors to come back... They just do voice roles, but it's all just CG, and they just remodel their bodies. They do the whole or you thing do in CG. an animated. They do remake. They do, but it technically would be animated, John. It would just look lifelike. No, but you, you do, do a very. Thing. I think you should do a very stylized remake. No, you do the whole thing in CG, and you just start it at season like five or six, <laughs> and you're just like you signed the petition, Game of Thrones didn't you? alternate you series. You signed it. You signed the. Oh, petition. is that what the petition was? Was basically, to remake the whole season? Uh, no, it was remake this season. But I'm sure <laughs> at this point, you're basically like saying remake from the point of. No, this the is books more. This is more of off. an. This is more of a an anime joke I'm making here. Okay. So like, there's Full Metal Alchemist, right? Which yeah. is based on the manga, but like many animes get ahead of mangas, and so then they always end up as like just something totally different. 
yeah. or just like bad or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And it just and it also wasn't just that I got ahead of it. They just went off rails and did a totally different kind of ending and everything. Yeah. It's then they ended up doing Fallout Mist Brotherhood later on, which was like an exact a- like manga adaptation. Mm. And it was like way better, better writing. But here's the thing. It's like the same voice cast and like the characters look all the same. Like, so it's like they took all the same designs and then just like redid sections and full episodes of the series. Yeah. And like finished out the series totally different. Did they like do a movie too? Yes. Yeah. But that's totally separate. Yeah. But it's like I could like that's what people like. That's what this feels like. Like it feels like we're going to get like a Game of Thrones brotherhood. Possibly. Without banners. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's just. It's just weird because this show right now has been so culturally like relevant for this decade. Yeah, that's hard to me imagine. Then again, it's like you think about it, like oh, like Marvel has been totally okay with redoing Spider-Man like three times uh-huh. within like a twenty-year period. So yeah, I don't know if it will happen though, just because like we're getting what at least one Game of Thrones spinoff. Yeah, you're gonna get like you know yeah spinoffs there. I don't know if I'm excited to go to the past. Not really. I don't know if I'm ever excited to see things that happen in the past. It's going to be the like it's the the dangers you're going to just do what the prequels happened in Star Wars, which is like just no stakes. Yeah. Oh, better call Saul. Yeah. I'm hearing from the background from the audience. Yeah, from a ch- from a church from a mouse from a church mouse. <laughs> um, better call Saul's good, but it's also connecting to it. And isn't the final season of Better Call Saul now not coming out until after they do the Breaking Bad movies? Which now everyone's assuming because they said that's going to be the case, it's going to end up taking place after and it's almost going to act like as an epilogue to Breaking Bad. It appears as if that's going to be what happens with Better Call Saul. Which is weird. Yeah. But we just can't let I only die. want one spinoff and I want to see what Ari is up to with a shot. That's a fine thing because that's one thing where it's like it's post the show so you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And that means there's actual like weight to the adventure. Yeah. And you can go to a new land. She's going to go to America. Yes, she's going to discover... Native Americans. Native... She's going to discover Native Americans. Yeah. She's going to call them... She's going to call them Dothraki. Yeah, she thinks she's like stumbled upon Essos, but yeah. it's going to be something else. Yeah. No, but the thing is they actually have... It's called a shy. Like, like there are people that essentially like know... Like, there's a land... West. But people of Westeros are so self-involved with their, they their that, Iron yeah. Throne and their Seven Kingdoms. Six Kingdoms, not a great ring to it. Seven. Uh, I don't know. I have nothing left to say. Yeah. I'm happy Tormund lives. Yeah. I think it's fine. I think, you know, him and John just could be bros up in the woods together. You With know, their dog. Yeah, they don't need ladies. They either killed their ladies or got rejected by them. <laughs> There's a lot of ladies there, man. There's a lot of ladies in the North without husbands. And without men, because most of the wildling oh, yeah, men Oh, yeah, no, they're die. definitely going to restart humanity up there. There are, like, no wildling men left. Oh, yeah, they're going to... If people think John's Aegon Targaryen was the last of the Targaryens... Oh, there's going to be a whole lot more. Oh, there's going to be a lot more Targaryens coming back. A lot more dragon kids. A lot more Targs. All right, well, I think that wraps up our Game of Thrones discussion until, I guess, the next show. Yeah, we have... I think I have like an episode of uh, or two of James Bond to come out, yeah. Like after this, and then are we gonna do um, Big Little Lies? Do you want to do that for this, or do you want to just do James Bond for a while? I'll just do James Bond for a while. Yeah, I Let's think just doing cruise control. Let's get some missions under. Yeah, and then I, I also just think um, 
I don't know. After watching this, I kind of just want to watch a TV show and not have to deal with commentary from anyone. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to be part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need we need a cleanse. I think palettes. culture needs a cleanse from commentary for a minute. Yeah, I agree. So, like, just put turn this off, Let's but make sure to listen adventures. again next week. Yeah. For our next episode. <laughs> Are we... We're not going to talk about... Oh, we're just going to put out James Bond next week. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. That's we're not going to do the documentary thing. No. Good luck. No. We'll let DB and Weiss. Yeah. 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 They have they know what they're doing. Yeah. They're fine. They're doing Star Wars. I'm very interested to see interviews in about six months from now from actors and stuff. Yeah. About how like... Like there'll be things coming out now, but in like six to 12 months, we're going to hear people start to say like what they actually think. And I don't believe that a lot of them are going to hate it, but I do think there's going to be people that are like... I don't know about some of this. <laughs> I think, yeah, if you are Emily Clark, Amelia Clark, sorry. Uh, you love, like, just or, slightly getting off. If you're, like, if you're, if you're Danny, Masende, or Grey Worm, I think you have some issues with this show. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Jamie. But it's like, eh, yeah. I mean, him, him at least, it's and, like. And, and Brienne. Yeah. You know. And Tyrion. And Tyrion. Tyrion. <laughs> It's weird that you're like, like half the people on Game of Thrones. What's weird is that like Tyrion looks like Luke Skywalker, looks like Mark Hamill in this in this season. Yeah, and I feel like he's gonna start having that similar like interviews come out where sure. it's like I had issues with. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, but I'll look forward to the actor that plays Rob Stark in the next big Marvel franchise, The Eternals. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, good for him. Yeah. He's he's okay. Yeah, he's fine. He was the king of the north. Man, we now live in a post Game of Thrones and I guess phase whatever Marvel, you know, Tony post Tony Stark world now. You got to love after eight, after nine years from the show starting, a show called Game of Thrones, no one gets the Iron Throne. No, it's, it's now just an iron puddle. Yeah. Now it's the, the mobile throne. Yeah. Oh, um, if you want to watch a good show on HBO. I recommend watching Chernobyl. Okay, so Therese and I are talking about Chernobyl. Yeah. I don't know if you're ready for it, Therese. I think still I maybe want another week or two. I just need, like, low-stakes entertainment right now. I just don't know. Like, I've heard it's amazing, yeah. but it's also, like, not a fun experience. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I think I, mean, I want, it's... like, fun experiences. I've been watching a lot of Chopped, John. We're watching a lot of food content right now because yeah. I need, like, low-stakes entertainment. That's true. High, Chopped is very high stakes. You yeah. know what's good? Dead to Me on Netflix. Okay. Great show. Okay. It was a great show on Hulu. Pen15. Yeah, I started that. We're going to probably... Yeah, I guess we'll watch that now. We'll watch that next. We watched Dead to Me. Dead to Me is 30 minutes episodes also, so that's like fast. Okay. It's, you, you'll like it. It's like very big little lies, except more like a comedy. Okay. So... No, yeah, but you'll yeah. like it. Okay, I'll, I'll check that out. Dead to me, but Pen Fifteen is great because it's also like the the act, the people that write it and the main people that act in it are like our age. So like they're in seventh grade, the same year I think we were all in seventh grade. So a lot of like references make sense. And wh- the great part about the show is that the main two actresses, the ones that are creators, they're like thirty, but they're playing their thirteen-year-old selves. So the, it's around other actors or actors that are like 13 so it's like these two 30 year olds trying to be <laughs> trying to be 12 acting against like people at our of age <laughs> it's so funny anyways all right well we're signing up for now 
Um, do you have a quote? I don't have a quote. I do have a quote. There you go. Give us a quote. Okay. Uh, and this comes from George R. R. Martin himself. Feels um, very fitting to me. He says, my biggest dream was to ruin the lives of my readers and crush their souls. 